1: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh
2: Wind Radio. God can do it now. There was a brother named Lazarus, and they came and said, Can these dry bones live? And he said, And my God, and they didn't think they said, But he did it now. He's stinking. He said, Wait, well, wait, whoa, 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 Lord, re. Remember me. There was a lady named Praise God who Ruth, who Ruth, who lost her husband, and now she's a widow, and she's gone through life as a widow, and thought it would never work out for her again. And then we met a God and a brother named Boaz, and Praise God, all of a sudden God remembered her. Then there was a woman with an issue of blood, and she said, Lord, if I can just touch the hem, she got to touch the hem, and guess what God did? God re. Spirit, do what only you can do. Glory to God. Today's sermon, I'm I'm i going into part two. It's RSVP. RSVP. Praise God. The, the word RSVP is a French word. It says, please respond. Please respond. And Jesus came that we may, everyone say, respond. Praise God. I, I read a funny story this week and it made me laugh. And I, I just thought about this, and there was a, a lady, a middle-aged lady. And uh, praise God, she, she, she had passed away and she got to heaven. And she, she turned, uh, she got to heaven and said, Lord, I, I just wish I had a little bit more time. Look at your neighbor say a little bit more time. And uh, God said, well, okay, if you want more time, I'll, I'll send you back. So uh, she got back, y'all, and the first thing she said, you know what, man, she saw the commercial, New Teeth Now. So, boy, she got a whole new grill, praise God. And then she said, you know, I wish my hair was a little bit longer. So, girl, got some. some she got some yakki or some remy. I don't know which one it is, but she got some tracks put in to God. Look at the neighbor and say, I don't know who he's talking about. But uh, So she, she went ahead and got a new hairdo, praise God. And then she went down to the plastic surgeon and she said give me everything make it right and tight so praise god so she got a whole new thing everything is looking wonderful praise god she leaves the clinic and she get ran over she gets to heaven and she said lord i thought you gave me more time and god says i didn't recognize you (laughs) look at your neighbor say wake up wake up wake up wake up praise god We don't serve a God that's ever going to forget about you. Look at your neighbor and say, you are not forgotten. Come on, come on. Say, you are not forgotten. You can put some more hair in. You can fix your teeth. But guess what? God still knows your name. I don't know who he's talking to today. Praise the Lord. We serve a God who does not forget. Oftentimes in the faith walk, we feel like we're forgotten. But I come to tell you today, God knows your name. God has not forgotten you, and it's not too late. We serve a God who's omnipotent. He could do anything. Our God is bigger than any problem, bigger than any fear. God is bigger than any mountain. I can and cannot see. My God is bigger than any question. God is bigger than any mountain. I cannot, cannot see. Our God is more than a talking and declaring God. Our God is a doing God. There's no impossible circumstance too far gone for our God. There's no problem our God can't fix. No sickness our God can't heal. No prayer God can't answer. No sinner too lost. No backslider who cannot be restored. No marriage that cannot be fixed. The only problem with Humpty Dumpty is he didn't know God. There's a story that Humpty Dumpty fell and could not be put back together again. But we serve a God. They can put any situation back together again. Many people will say there's many ways to heaven, but there's only one door. His name is Jesus. Today we're going to be teaching from Luke. Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 23. Today we'll be dealing with Jesus, his cross, and the Two individuals on both sides of him, one on the right and one on the left. It's funny, as you talked about, hear about the disciples, the disciples, uh, James and John says, "Uh, Lord, uh, when you enter your kingdom, uh, can we be on the right and on the left? Didn't understand the cost of the anointing. See, there's some people in your life who want to be right next to you, but they don't understand the cost of the cross. It says this in Luke 23 and 32, two others also who were criminals were being led away to be executed with him. I'm going to give you some context on who these guys are and what they did. The next scripture here in Matthew says, look what it says, and at the same time, two robbers, so they're thieves, were crucified with Jesus, one on the right and one on the left. The next scripture gives us some context about these young men, uh, James and John, wanting to sit next to Jesus. It's so funny to me how people want your stuff but don't want to pay for it. <laughs> they want your life but they don't want to pay the cost. They don't want to pay the, the, the time and the energy invested. And, and James and John came to Jesus and say, you know, when you enter your kingdom, can we sit next to you, my God. <laughs> e- even in Jesus' time, there's people who were trying to sit next to you. Look what it says here, uh, Mark ten thirty-five. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him, saying, "Teacher, we want you to do this for us. Whatever we whatever we ask for you, of you." And he replied to them, "What do you want me to do for you?" And they said, "Grant that we may sit with you." One on your right and one on your left in your glory, your majesty and splendor in your kingdom. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you're asking for. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism of suffering and death with which I am baptized? Look and they said, be careful what you ask for. You, you, you may not know exactly what you have asked for and the price of asking for that. Let's get back into Luke. Let's get back into Luke. I want to give you some context about oftentimes in, in the Bible how people wanted to be close. But where the close is the crushing. It says this in verse 33. Uh, when they came to the place called the skull, uh, another says Golgotha, uh, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and one on the left. And Jesus was saying, Father... Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Look at your neighbor and say, "Let it go." Come on, look at your neighbor and say, "Let it go." So, so if Jesus could let it go, what's your issue? Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Everybody, look at your hands. Uh, do, I, do do you see any uh, any holes in it? Uh, 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 touch your neighbor's side. I touch your neighbor's side. See, do that. Do that, do that hurt? Do that, do, that, do that. Look at your neighbor. And say, if you put your hands on me one more time. Uh, okay. We ain't that cool now, praise. <laughs> no, no, remember what he said. Father, forgive them that do not know what they do. Touch them again. No, he just said forgive. I, 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 forgive me now. No, no, no. So, so if, 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 I, if my hands aren't pierced and my sides not pierced, why can't I let people go? So, so if Christ says forgive them for they know not what they do, what's your problem? Look at this, and say, I, I don't, uh, he ain't talking to me, though. I, I, I know he may be talking to you, but, you know, I, you know, see, because you don't know my story. You don't know all I've been through. You don't know what they did to me. Look at this and say, get over yourself. Come on, look at your hands again. Look at your hands again. Boy, they look, they they, they work. Every now and then we have to get past our pity party. You're not the first person to go through a storm. You're not the first person to go through. Jesus says, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots, dividing his clothes among themselves. Now I don't know what kind of clothes he had, but nobody fighting over clothes if they're not nice. It was the tradition of Roman soldiers to, to gamble, throw, throw dice for the clothes. Glory to God. Verse 35. Now the people stood by watching. But even the rulers ridiculed and stared at him, saying, He saved others from death. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of God, his chosen one. Verse 36. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up to him, cruelly offering him sour wine. Imagine you're thirsty and someone gives you something that makes you want to vomit. You're already going through it. And sarcastic saying, If you are really the king of Jews, save yourself from death. Now, the Bible speaks that Jesus could call on legions of angels at any moment. He could have freed himself, but see, it wasn't about him. It was about us. Ah, Next slide, next slide. Now, there was also an inscription above him, this is the king of Jews. That that was a a way to mock him, not realizing that that God was going to turn that thing around, flip that thing. One of the criminals who had been hanged, on the cross, kept hurling abuse and saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us (laughs) from death. But the other one rebuked him saying, do you not even fear God since under this same sentence, condemnation, we are suffering? Now imagine this, praise God. Jesus is in the middle. He's in the middle. Going through his agony. You got one sinner on the cross hurling insults. You got another sinner trying to check the other sinner. And Jesus in the middle. Money in the middle. Now, some of y'all have been here before in your family. And you're trying to be the Christ. And you got this brother and this brother tripping. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking And you're just sitting there, and you're not, you don't really want to get in the middle of it. So Jesus is sitting back watching these two argue, because see, he's going through agony. What they did is they put a little seat on the cross, and the seat had little sharp edges on it. So what happens is uh, when you... You, when, you, when they positioned you, you want to sit because you're holding your body weight up. But when you sit, when you sat, you sat on razors. So as soon as you sat, it hurt so much you stood back up. But then you can only stand up for so long and then you got to sit back down. And then the razor hit you and the challenge is you can't breathe because the way they position you, you have to stand up for your lungs to expand for you to breathe. So now the deck is like this.
1: For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call Please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word.
2: So now he's struggling, so Jesus doesn't have time to talk to you. He is just trying to go through the agony of death. So they're arguing back and forth. Whew. And then first voice says, but the other one rebuked him saying, do you not even fear God? Since you are under the same sentence of condemnation, we are suffering justice because we are getting what we deserve for what we have done. But this man has done nothing wrong. Now, Right here, I'm going to give you a breakdown of the two sinners on the cross, okay? The first sinner on the cross got no sense. He is just keep on. He's he's going to hell. He's he's on the the fast track, not trying to slow down at all. The other one, he understood because in the midst of him hurling insults, he is checking him. Now, look at these eight things. Look at these eight things. Praise God in, in references. Number one, he feared God. Notice he says, don't you even fear God? Meaning you could be jacked up and still know you and still fear God. Gosh, we, we we know. For the most part, we know when we're wrong. Number two, he rebuked the other criminal for not fearing God. He said, Don't you, you don't even fear God? Acknowledge his own condemnation. He said, I, I know we deserve this, but Jesus, he doesn't deserve this. Acknowledge justice for the crimes committed. He said, this, "This, is the price I'm going. This is the price we're paying for what we've done." But, but this man has done nothing wrong. Next one, next one. Look at this. He confessed faith in the innocence of Christ. Confession as our Lord Jesus. Confession of faith in the eventual triumph of God's kingdom, and acts for mercy. You know what I love about this scripture? It's never too late. I don't care how far you think you are. I don't care how far you think your brother or your family is. It's not too late. Back back in the loop, back in the loop, back in my name text. Look what this says. Verse 42. And he was saying, Jesus, (coughs) please remember me when you come into your kingdom. A wiser man than me maybe 15 years ago, broke this scripture down to me and I studied it and he was right. Lord, remember me. Church, let's say it. Lord, remember me. Come on, say it again. Lord, remember me. Then the the question hit me. Why would God have to remember me if he is God? Because if God created me, and knew, as Jeremiah says before the world was formed, I knew you. So, why would God have to remember me? So then I dug a little deeper. What he's really saying, family, he is saying, life has dismembered me. Lord, put me back together. Lord, re remember me. See, if you've been dismembered, you need someone to remember you. So he said, Lord, I've been through some storms. I lost my mind. Lord, remember me. Lord, put me back together. When I went through the divorce, I thought I was going to lose my mind. Lord, remember me. When they took my house and I didn't have a place to stay, Lord, remember put me back together. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been through some storms in my life where I had to cry out, Lord, remember, put me back together. My my, my son, my baby boy, he, he he loves to create things, so he has all these Lego sets and robots and he gets the pieces like he wants 500 pieces and a thousand pieces and he sits there meticulously at the table and he puts it all together and and then after he puts the robot together he has the robots fight and he smashes the robots and I said boy I spent too much money on this robot for you to break the robot. He says nah daddy I can put it back together. I got instructions and when I thought about it if my little boy can put the robot back together. Guess what y'all? We serve a great God and it doesn't matter how broken your life is Lord remember me Lord put me back together when I was when I was about about 11 years old I would go to Toronto uh, uh, for, for the summertime my uncle Neville was a plumber and I was a plumber assistant Come on, y'all. I I made twenty dollars a day. Come on, man. I was bawling, y'all. Twenty dollars a day. My God. And see, that was a good plumbing. A good plumbing is when you go to a new house. Yes, Jesus. And, and, and you know that they, they he, you get the they get the, the toilet and they got two holes at right there. And you yeah. then you, there's a ring, and you got caught that day. Yeah. And you got put. And then you you got to put the, the plastic thing on top of the metal thing, and then you hit the water. Twenty dollars a day, y'all. I thought I was rich, y'all. So me and me and my cousin Pat Neal, we, we were we we were the plumber assistants, and. uh, me and, me and my cousin, we, we, uh, we took our money and we bought these radio control cars. Man, you know, as a little kid, radio RC cars, like, boom, I'm balling. So we had our radio control car. And every time we went to the, the hardware store to buy more plumbing supplies, me and Pat Neal Neil would sit in the parking lot and race our cars. And man, we having a great time. And I'm winning the race, y'all. I'm winning, I'm winning. I'm busting Pat and Neil. And the truck came out. And then Pat Neal drove on past and said, I win. (laughs) So, you know, you walk up to your broke. Because, you know, a radio control car and a real truck is not a competition. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you're 10 years old, so you really can't step to the man for breaking your car. Dumb kid. <laughs> so my uncle said, he said, don't, don't, don't worry about your mom. Cause you know, I was tore up and, you know, my cousin laughing. cause He wanted to race and he still got his car. He said, don't worry. just work another week. <laughs> At least you got a job. <laughs> and I bought another one. And I don't know what ran over you in life. I don't know what crushed you in life, but I want to tell you this: our God can put you back together again. See, see, uh, they said in Hebrews, "You are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses." See, you think your story is one of a kind, but there's someone who got through what you got through before you ever got through. There's someone who raised a baby by themselves. There's someone who went to college and raised by themselves. So guess what? Your story is not an anomaly. See, again, God has not changed. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. If God did it then, God can do it now. There was a brother named Lazarus, and they came and says, can these dry bones live? And he said, "And my God? And they didn't think. They said, but he deadeth now. He stinketh. He said, well, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Lord, remember me. There was a lady named, praise God, who Ruth, who Ruth, who lost her husband. And now she's a widow. And she's gone through life as a widow and thought it would never work out for her again. And then we met a God and a brother named Boaz. And praise God, all of a sudden, God remembered her. Then there was a woman with an issue of blood. And she said, Lord, if I can just touch the hem, She got touch to touch the hem, And guess what God did? God, re. See, 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 so now I got so many examples of God remembering people. What's my issue? Look at your neighbor and say, God can remember you too. God can put you back together too. Come on, push your neighbor and say, come on, come on. I don't know what got you...
1: at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something new,